We are VIC Fellowship and VIC stands for Vaccine Information Coalition. You're listening to Progressive Radio Network, the most listened to, commercial free, and truth radio program in the world. My name is Renee, and the title of our show is What in the Cell is Going On? We're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, which could be accessed live on prn.fm or later on the front page of our vacinfo.org website. We are so blessed today to once again have Brandon Much More on uh, Much More Truth is his YouTube channel. And today's show is going to be titled, Is the COVID-19 Vaccine the Mark of the Beast? I'm so anxious to hear your op- opinion, Brother Brandon. Are you there? I am. I'm here. How are you doing today, Sister Renee? I'm doing really good. I found a spot to get good internet to get a good recording, so just let the, <laughs> let everybody, know. <laughs> All right. everybody know your opinion, sir. I'm so anxious. Good, good. <laughs> well, um, as you know, um, I'm not much on opinions. You know, they're kind of like armpits. They just stink and everybody has them, right? <laughs> um, so, um, you know, but we are going to definitely talk about that for sure. And we're just going to look at, you know, what does what does scripture have to say? And, you know, kind of also um, uh, what are the common uh, pitfalls that people are having right now over this uh, jab as uh, as we code it? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if everybody doesn't know what the jab is, y'all can look it up. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, OK, for those who are watching. Uh, right. Like give you one of these. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. So, um, so yeah, you know, let's just kind of talk about, uh, characteristics of the mark of the beast. Um, and then also, uh, top 10, I I put together a top 10 reasons why people say that the CV 19 jab can't be the mark. All right. Mm -hmm. And what we're going to do now, this might, we might not get done with all of it, uh, this time. You know, we might have to do a part two or even That's part three, depending on, you know, depending on where we, how, how deep we go into it. But, um, you know, I just wanted to at least start this conversation, um, as you know, um, which, you know, great thanks to you, um, to you and, um, and Sister Bethany as well. You know, you guys really... Uh, got my attention with this, uh, what was it, January, February of last year, I think it was, is when you guys first started talking about the technology uh, within these uh, quote-unquote uh, jabs. They're not even jabs. We should actually call them what they are, which is, um, what do we call it, a, 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 a DNA-altering uh, concoction, something like that. <laughs> I think it's what we had called it the last time, but, you know, even, even Pfizer calls it, you know, a, um, a, um, a software upgrade, you know, um, you know, which that's, that's frightening in and of itself. Right. So, so first of all, you know, of course, let's, let's handle, um, you know, what the, what the mark of the beast is here for a second, uh, just to, refresh everybody although i'm sure the last probably the last 12 months this verse has not been quoted more than it or this verse has been quoted more in the last 12 months than it has probably in hundreds of years thousands of years of history i would say what would would you say on that yes absolutely (laughs) yeah so um all right so so of course you know the verse that we're talking about is um, Revelation 13, verses 16 uh, through, actually, you know what? I'll just start with um, verse 11 through 18, all right? So it says, And I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, uh, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke like a dragon, and he exercises all the authority of the first beast, which the first beast is Revelation 13, 1 through 10. That's where you find the first beast, or the beast from the sea, okay? And causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he does great signs so that he even makes fire come down from the heaven on the earth before men. Um, And he leads astray those dwelling on the earth 
with those signs or because of those signs, which he given was given to do before the beast, saying to those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast whose wound, who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. Uh, verse 15, and there was given to him to give spirit or breath to the image of the beast, uh, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause to be killed as many uh, as many as would not worship the image of the beast. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, or to be given a mark upon their right hand or upon their forehead, that no one should be able to buy or sell except he, he that has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. He who has understanding, let him calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666, or what does the King James say? I think it's like six, three score, and six. I always like their, uh, uh, yeah, 603 score and six. I mean, whatever, same thing, right? So that's that's what we're talking about, the mark of the beast, as, as we call it, right? Um, so now let's just talk about some characteristics of it, okay? And my, my um, um, how do I word this? My, I guess my rhetoric, how I'm talking about it has changed, you know, over the past 12 to 14 months, because as you know, you know, at first I was like, hey, I'm not really sure. It, you know, I definitely know that they're going to make this uh, something where you won't be able to buy or sell without it, but I'm not necessarily 100% convinced that it is the mark of the beast, you know, but I was at least telling people like, hey, it's not worth it. Like if it, if it walks like a duck and, and uh, quacks like a duck, you know, it's probably a duck and you, you can't take fire into your bosom and not be burned. You know, it, that's what Proverbs uh, 6 tells us, you know, and so I was definitely telling people, which I've been telling people since, I don't know, February, March, something like that, that, you know, not to even get tested, you know, and we've, we've discussed that as well. I think that was actually one of the first things we talked about. But so let's just talk about the, the characteristics of the mark. Okay. So it's given in the right hand or in the forehead. You can't buy or sell without it. It will be required, AKA mandatory to take in order to be a part of society. Right. Uh, it makes you quote unredeemable in the eyes of Yahuwah. Okay. So Yahusha cannot save you. Can you cannot be redeemed? Um, an angel, this is this is a part of the summing block here. Uh, it's talked about in, in Revelation 14 that an angel flies overhead in Revelation 14 and warns people against taking the mark of the beast. Um, it's given to the whole uh, to the whole earth by the beast from the earth, aka the second beast I just uh, spoke of, the false prophet, and 666 is associated with it. Would you say that? All of those are characteristics of the mark. Did I miss anything major? That's what it says. Clear as day. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, um, and then let's go through this top 10 real quick, and then we'll come back and we'll, you know, we'll digest some of it and kind of go from there. And hopefully, uh, you know, and this is for people, you know, if whether you follow Torah, whether you don't, and you're just a Christian believer whatever, and, you know, you might be going to church right now and your, your pastor is, like, telling you to take this back, uh, take this jab, you know, and be promoting it, saying it's safe and effective and all this kind of stuff. Um, well, if you were looking for a sign, you listening to this radio program right now or watching this video on YouTube is your sign, okay? Stop looking for signs because this is it. Hopefully after this video, you'll be able to make a decision and be like, okay, this is, this is serious, all right? Um, so this is what people say. Top 10 reasons, and we have a bonus 11th, uh, why the CV jab, quote-unquote, can't be the mark, okay? These are, these are uh, I just call them excuses. You know me. I don't mince words. <laughs> um, so, you know, the, these are uh, some of the main ones that I've been hearing 
um, on uh, on social media. It's you know? more denial, denial. People don't want to yeah. get their head out from the scan. Yeah, from the scan. Yeah, very true. Yeah, cognitive dissonance, denial, everything. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so um, number one, this can't be the mark of the beast because we're still here and not in the safety of the rapture or you know in the safety of heaven. You know, because, um, and uh, in our description, I got it right, but, um, you know, Revelation, or not Revelation, I'm sorry, well, Revelation 4 does talk about it, but First uh, Thessalonians 4, you know, because they always go with that, right, First Thessalonians 4, uh, 16 through 18, because uh, the master himself shall come down or descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trumpet of Elohim and the dead, and Messiah shall rise first. Then we who are living, left over. Wait, so who's left over? The living? Wait, I thought I thought the left behind was a bad thing, Renee. <laughs> Hang on. What's going on here? Anyway. Shall be caught away or caught up together with him uh, in the clouds to meet the master in the air. So we shall always be with the master. So encourage each other with these words. And then they even throw out, oh, see this, encourage each other with those words. Well, if you had to go through the tribulation, how could you encourage one another with these words? Right. That's not comforting, right? And I've done, you know, for those who uh, are listening right now and, you know, you don't know me from Adam, so to speak, I've actually done quite a few teachings on why it's actually a good thing to be left behind. I'm not going to touch on that right now, other than I'm going to give you two scriptures, okay? Because this is straight out of the mouth of um, our Messiah. Oh, and the other one that caused them to stumble. So that's the one. And then Revelation 4.1, they say this as well. They say, Revelation 4.1, this is John. You know, of course, him having his, uh, his vision, right? Uh -huh. um, and after this, I looked and I saw a door having been opened in, in the heaven and the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me saying, come up here and I shall show you what has to take place after this. So this is where they say the rapture occurs. Mm. Even though verse two explains exactly what's taking place. And immediately I came to be what? In the flesh, John? Nope. In the spirit or in the Ruach and saw a throne set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. So he's in the spirit. He's having a vision. He's having, you know, like a, a flash dream, however you want to, you know, call that. But those are the two um, main ones that they use. And then, of course, you know, they use, uh, what is it, like Matthew 24, 37, where it says, one shall be taken and one shall be left behind. But I've actually done some really thorough uh, research on, why it's actually a good thing to be left behind. Because those who are taken are taken to where the vultures and the eagles are and they're they're eaten. <laughs> they're consumed. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> so um, but let's look at so um, the answer to that is uh, Matthew 24, 29 through 31. And it says this. This is our this is our master Yahusha speaking. Okay. Mm. It says this. And immediately after the distress or after the tribulation of those days, so it's after the tribulation, not before, not during, it's after. Immediately after the distress or the tribulation of those days, the sun shall be darkened, the moon shall not give its light, the stars of the heavens shall fall, shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. Um, and then the sign of the Son of Man shall appear in the heaven, and all the tribes of the earth shall mourn, probably because they realize, oh, crap, I just took this jab, and I didn't know it was the mark of the beast, and now I'm deceived, and now I'm cast out. But we'll get to that in a moment. And they shall see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and uh, much esteem or much glory. Then he shall, and he shall send his messengers with a great sound of a trumpet. So there's that that trumpet, right? And they shall gather together his chosen ones from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Now, real quick, I'm just going to go, because um, I can kill this left behind thing in like two verses. So let me do that real quick. Um, where is, I know it's Matthew 13. Is it 20? Yeah, here we go. So the parable of the wheat and the tares, folks, this is all you really need, okay? This is it. 
Listen to this. This is our master speaking, our Messiah speaking. And another parable he put before them saying, the reign of the heavens or the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field, but while he slept, his enemy came and sowed darnel or tares among the wheat and went away. And when the blade sprouted and bore fruit, then the darnel, which is poisonous, by the way, if you look it up, also appeared. And the servants of the master of the house came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? From where then does this darnel come from? And he said to them, A man, an enemy did this. And his servants said to them, Do you wish then that we go and gather them up? But he said, No, lest while you gather them up, up the darnel, you also uproot the wheat with them. But let it first gather the darnel, the tares, bind them up into bundles and burn them, but gather the wheat into my granary. So, Renee, based on that scripture, do you think it's better to be taken or left behind? Left behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me behind. Right? Context is everything, as they say. <laughs> so, all right. So that's number one. We're, we're not making very much progress. So that's okay. Um, and then another one is 1 Corinthians 15, 52. Okay? Because we need a timing. When does this happen? Right? We know that Paul talks about a, uh, a shout of the archangel and a trump, you know, the trump of Elohim. But he talks about it also in 1 Corinthians. So let's look at it. So uh, when, then, as our brother Matthew would say, right, uh, verse 50, and I say this, brothers, that flesh and blood is unable to inherit the reign of Elohim, neither does corruption inherit corrupt, incorruption, rather, neither does corruption inherit incorruption. So you can't be corrupted, you can't have corrupt DNA and inherit incorruption. Can't do it. Right? See, I speak a mystery to you. We shall not all sleep. We shall not all die. That's what he's talking about there. But we shall be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the what trumpet? The last trumpet. Not the first, not the third, not the fifth, the last. How many trumpets are there? There's seven. Right? Yep. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, just like Paul talks about in 1 Thessalonians 4, that the dead in Mashiach shall rise first, and then we who are on the earth at the time shall be changed. Mm. For this corruptible has to put on incorruption, and this mortal has to put on immortality. Hallelujah for that day. Hallelujah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Somebody's saying the audio went off. Hang on. Uh, hey, Chris, can you give me an audio check? Are we good? I hear you fine. Yeah, no, I'm I'm double checking on my side. Somebody okay. said the audio went off. Oh. Just give me two seconds here. We want everyone to hear what he just said. <laughs> Let me see. And just so while he's doing that, anyone listening from Progressive Radio Network, um, it's being recorded fine. So tomorrow I'll send the description after the show to PRN, and then they will upload it by tomorrow on audio form. So if you can't see here now, it'll always be on audio. They can download. But go ahead. Excellent. Excellent. And thank you for that. Um, all right. Let me just, let me just re-share this real quick. Okay, they said it's good. It came back. Excellent. I think it was on my end. Oops, hang on. Well, I know you're red flagged. <laughs> you yeah. <laughs> I think I was born red flagged. <laughs> All right. We'll just do it. It might be messing up when I put my notes in front of it because I was putting my notes in front of your screen. It went down for like 10 seconds, but it's all good now. All right, cool. Okay. Perfect. All right, so uh, number two. Wow, we're only on number two. Yeah, okay. definitely not getting through this. <laughs> I just did three weeks of Dr. True, so we can do the next three weeks if we need to. So you take your time. Gotcha. All right, I might need it. You know how much I like to talk. <laughs> All right, so uh, number two, the quote, man of sin hasn't been revealed yet, which uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 talks about, okay? 
um, which we'll read that in just a second. So uh, this is Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Um, it says, As to the coming of our Master Yahushua Messiah and our gathering together to him, we ask you, brothers, not to be easily unsettled in mind or troubled, either by spirit or word or by letter, as if from us, as if the day of Yahuwah has already come, and let no one deceive you in any way, because the falling away is to come first, and the man of lawlessness is to, reve is to be revealed, the son of destruction or son of perdition. Um, and then, uh, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called Elohim, Elohim or that is worshipped, so that he sits as Elohim in the dwelling place of Elohim, showing himself that he is Elohim. Mm -hmm. Do you not remember what I, that I told you this while I was still with you? And now you know what restraints for him to be revealed in his time. For the secret or the mystery of lawlessness or iniquity is already at work only until he who now restrains comes out of the midst. And then the lawless one shall be revealed, whom the master shall consume the spirit of the or the breath of his mouth at his coming and bring him to naught with the manifestation of his coming. Hallelujah. And the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and wonders of falsehood or lying wonders, and with all deceit of unrighteousness in those perishing, because why? They did not receive the love of the truth in order for them to be saved. And for this reason, which is happening now, Elohim sends them a working of, a working of delusion or a strong delusion for them to be, leave the falsehood. And there's footnotes here from Ezekiel 20, verse 25, John 9, 39, John 12, 40, Acts 7, 42, and Romans 1, 24 through 28. In order that, verse 12, in order that all should be judged who did not believe the truth, but have delighted in unrighteousness or iniquity or lawlessness. Okay? So... Uh, now, we actually did a, a, a pretty extensive uh, uh, podcast or radio show, if you will, on um, on the man of sin, you know, and uh, I think that was our third one together, Renee, where we talked about wounds, marks, um, and everything like that. And one thing I want to touch on, maybe we'll unpack this on a later uh, show as well, but we have to think about this, okay? Satan has no power... Uh, to create anything. He can only mimic and pervert and twist what Yahweh has created. Right. Okay? So, to our, our viewers and listeners, we have to keep this in mind. He wants to mimic Yahweh in every single way, shape, or form possible. Okay? So, the reason why I say that is this. People are like, well, the man of sin hasn't been revealed yet. I, You know, nobody stand up and said, I'm the I'm the Antichrist, you know. I I'm you know, and they're really they're expecting him to stand right in a temple, you know, which the third temple hasn't been built yet, and everything like that in their in view, and um, you know they're literally expecting him to walk into a temple, declare himself that he is God, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and that's how they'll know. Well, the problem is with that is we stumble over our own theology, mm -hmm. because which you know as you know I've had to. I've had to rearrange mine probably at least two, three times within the past year alone uh, because my own theology didn't line up with what was happening. But but we were called to lean not on our own understanding. Right. In all our ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct our paths. Right. right? But we got to think about Messiah for a second. Did our Messiah at fir very like first when he's on the scene when he began his ministry? Did he reveal himself as the Messiah? Absolutely. No, not not right away. Oh, okay, you mean right away, right? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, not not right away. So therefore, you know, and and those, you know, he, he even told demons to shut up who knew who he was right, and right, everything right. like that, right? Because he didn't want to be glorified yet because the time hadn't come, right? Right, and and um. 
you know, because of that, we have to look at, okay, well, if our Messiah didn't reveal himself right away, then why are we expecting the Messiah to reveal himself right away? Because he mimics everything our Messiah is going to do, or our Messiah did, right? So we have to look at it that way. And also, the book of Daniel talks about that he speaks in dark sayings or, or what are known as like riddles, which are similar to parables, right? Our Messiah spoke in parables. The Messiah speaks in dark sayings or riddles. So we shouldn't be looking for this obvious like boom event that, you know, takes place, but we should observe what things that have happened. And I would encourage everybody um, to go and find uh the uh, I think it was called loon, uh, wounds marks heal uh, wounds marks healed and like lying signs and wonders or something like that that we did because it has a really good explanation of it. Um, number three, they also say that the mark must be a conscious choice and it, or a decision to worship the beast and deny Christ. So it's not enough just to you know, do something that would, you know, you know, because I've actually asked people like, so are you saying that if you take, you know, you taking this vaccine, this jab, um, and in order to keep your job, you're saying that that's not worship. And I've literally had people tell me, no, it's not worship. Huh. I'm like, how is that possible? Because where are you putting your trust in? Where are you putting your hope in? You're putting it in your own career, your own ability to make an income, a source of income for you, instead of trusting that Yahweh is going to provide for you, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, and of course, uh, Revelation 6, uh, 9 through 10 is where they get that from, you know, because the, the fifth seal is about the martyrdom. Uh, Revelation 20, verse 4 is also about martyrdom, where it talks about, um, and I saw thrones, and they that sat on them, the judgment was given to them, and the lives of those who had been beheaded because of the witness they bore to Yahusha, and because of the word of Elohim, who did not worship the beast, nor his image, and did not receive his mark upon their foreheads or upon their right hands, and they lived and reigned with Mashiach for a thousand years. So, um, you know, that's that's what they use, but... You know, nowhere in scripture does it say, it says causes, which this is kind of a, you know, kind of a blanketed statement because there's a few of these in here. Like, you know, people must be an option to, must be given an option to worship the beast or die physically, right? It's the same type of setup there. Uh, you cannot be tricked in or deceived into taking the mark. Uh, that's a really good one that they say. Uh, the jab isn't being given in the right hand or in the forehead. We're going to tackle that in a second. Um, but the causes. So let's look at this for a second. Because it says causes. It doesn't say by what means. It just says causes. But we also have to think about, well, where was, where was Adam and Eve's, you know, like choice, you know? I mean, they did have a choice. They, they had a choice to either listen to a, a being or someone questioning the word of Yahuwah or listen to what the word of Yahuwah says. The word of Yahuwah said, don't, don't even, I, I think it went an extra step from, you know, not just don't touch it, don't even, uh, or don't eat of it, right? Don't touch it. But I think it even said, don't even look at it, if I remember right. You know, and so you can see that. But what does, you know, Eve say in Genesis uh, 3.13, I believe it is, where she says, the serpent beguiled me and I ate. You know, so there's a sense of deception there, which the number one thing that we were told to um, not worry about, because obviously worry is not good, but that we were warned about was deception. And even in the verses I read in Revelation 13, um, it talks about, you know, leads astray those who dwell on the earth, you know? And really, I think another thing that's hard for people to swallow is that our Messiah 
is the one that's actually behind all this because he's the one that's breaking the seals, you know, holding the scroll and breaking the seals and everything like that. Because he tells us to watch in Luke 21, verse 34 through 36, he says, And take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down by gluttony, drunkenness, and the worries of this life, and that day come upon you suddenly. Or, um, yeah, I think it only says suddenly. I don't, I don't remember what the other translation said. But it says, For it shall come as a snare on all those dwelling on the face of all the earth. Watch then at all times and pray that you be counted worthy to escape all this about to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. So it comes as a snare. It comes as, it's called the hour of trial. There's an hour of testing, you know, that Revelation 3.10 talks about, you know. And isn't it interesting, and what I know we've talked about this, is that why are all these tests being done on people? Why are all these testing centers erected, right? The test isn't for a virus. It's a spiritual test from our Messiah to see, hey, did you study to show yourselves approved? Do you know what time it is? Do you know that I'm about to come upon the earth, come back to the earth? Or are you caught up in the cares of this life, the things of this world? You know, because I don't know about you, but I, I've talked to a lot of people where it seems like, oh, please, Yahusha, don't come right now. It's not a good time for me. I'm right in the middle of my career or, you know, my, I, I just built a house, you know, whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'm very sorry that, you know, the King of Kings and Master of Masters return is uh, getting in the way of your keeping of the Joneses, you know. Um, well matters. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yes, to answer the question, yes, we can be tricked and deceived into taking the mark. Because it even says in uh, Revelation, it's either 19 or it's 20. I think it's the end of 19. Let me look here for a second. Yeah, here we go. The end of 19, and I think it, then it goes into the, in 20. But it says, Revelation 19, 20, And the beast was seized, and with him the false prophet, who worked signs in, the present, in his presence, by which he what? led astray those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshiped his image. The two were thrown alive in the lake of fire, burning with sulfur. And the rest were killed with the sword, which came from the mouth of him who sat on the horse, and all the birds were filled with their flesh. Ooh, there's that whole thing about <laughs> mm -hmm. where, the, where are they gathered? Who's taken? The wicked are taken, right? Right. But it says right here that led astray those who took, who received the mark of the beast. Because, of course, I mean, of course, you know, now, granted, there are people who literally worship Lucifer. Okay. Our governments are full of them, you know, celebrities. There's, you know, people of the Church of Satan. You know, there's, there's legit, like, you know, they have like different services and stuff like that where they literally do worship Lucifer. But, or Satan, or whatever you want to call him, but they, they couldn't get the whole world to do it without deception. And deception is his biggest trick. It always has been, always will be, mm -hmm. right? You will not certainly die, but Elohim knows that you will be like him, knowing both good and evil, you know? And, and these people, they're like... And, you know, they're posting their selfies with their little cards and, you know, their little stickers and their frames on their profile picture. And they're even saying stuff like, oh, man, my Mark of the Beast didn't come with a with 5G attached or, you know, oh, my mother took it. And you know what? Crazy enough, she didn't turn into a zombie. And, you know, they're saying all these mocking and scoffing things, which First Peter tells us that in the last days, mockers and scoffers will come. You know, and now we're we're beginning to see this because um, it's it's literally like they're they're changing in their personality. They're becoming very prideful, very boastful, um, and just reverberate. You know, the the scripture tells us, right? Um, so they they get deceived, you know, because they're you know these people that are taking this jab, they're more afraid of. 
dying physically from an alleged pandemic that's taking place. And they're not concerned about their soul, the dying spiritually, right? Because right now, you know, people are writing checks that their souls are going to have to cash later where, you know, like the, just like Samson, right? I mean, Samson, when he, you know, what, what he went to Delilah three times and told her, you know, two lies of how to disarm him. But then finally it was the one, you know, it was the one thing that, you know, would, uh, would do it, you know, and that was cutting his hair, mm-hmm. right? Because he was, a uh, he was, he, he had taken that Nazarite vow, mm-hmm. but he went to do what he had done before and didn't realize that the spirit had left him. And that's what is happening right now. You literally have people who have taken the jab in their church or out in the church parking lot or whatever, and then they go inside and they have church. They're worshiping. Oh. <laughs> they're singing songs. They're they're raising their hands and everything like that, thinking that everything's fine. But there's going to be a day where they realize, oh, my gosh, I just took the mark of the beast. Because, of course, nobody would knowingly do it. Even people who say they're not believers, you know, bottom line, they really, you know, they they really don't want to do it, you know, because they at least have heard about it, you know. But you can definitely be tricked or deceived into doing it because if I was the devil— what I would do is, you know, the word mark and cure, they're both four letters, right? Cure and mark. Yep. So what I would do is pretend and usurp, because that's what he does. He's a usurper. Mm-hmm. You know, usurp my mark into a quote-unquote cure and let me help you. And look at the World Health Organization. It's, you know, a, a map of Earth with the... Uh, the serpent uh, coiled around the rod, you know, and um, that's what they've done. You know, they're, they're here to help. It's, it's, you know, it's all about saving lives. They keep talking about, but yet we have people that are physically dying and having all these crazy, uh, they call them coincidences, of course, or abnormalities or Mm -hmm. whatever else they're calling them, you know, but (laughs) <laughs> I think it's, I personally think it's Yahoo's mercy to allow these, th- this information to be leaked out because it's allowing people to be like, yo, we shouldn't take this, you know, mm-hmm. regardless of if we believe it's this or not, the mark or not, we shouldn't take this because look what's happening to people. Like, I'd rather just deal with the flu, even if it is real, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah. Now let's talk about uh, this one because this is big. Because th- I don't know about you, but I've had a lot of people stumbling over the fact that it's not being given in the right hand or in the forehead. How about you? Yep. That's it. That's one of their reasons not believing. Yep. Right. So now some of this information I'm giving right now, I don't want to take credit for it because there's a lot of different watchmen out there and prophetesses. I can't even say the word, whatever. Watchwomen, whatever you want to call them, that, you know, this is kind of a collaboration of information. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to take credit for all this or anything like that. And all the glory obviously goes to Yahweh anyway. But I just wanted to get that disclaimer out. But the word, the Hebrew word for, uh, for hand is Yod. Okay. Now, Yod, so it's, it's hand, um, you know, it's, it's strength, it's power, it's side, you know, and it's even... Um, it's even arm as well, you know, arm and shoulder are included in this. So where are they taking this? They're taking the shot in the arm, you know, and also we know that, um, you know, we know that um, what we, you know, what we think about would be, in our forehead, right? Because the, um, and I don't, I'm, I don't know the names. I think it's the cerebral cortex, but I might be totally off. But I know it's the frontal lobe, you know, where your, your cognate, your, your, um, 
your conscious decisions making, you know, all that kind of stuff is taking place. So you are thinking, you're having a conscious decision about taking something, right? So therefore it is in your forehead, right? And then also what we do, our, our, our deeds and our actions, that's also what we do with our hands, right? Because even Yahushua said, if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Cut it off, yeah. Right? He wasn't talking about, like, physically cut it off, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's talking about, you know, spiritually cutting it off, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's a big one, and we'll we'll come back to that again and, and, and touch on it, but... Um, that's a big one causing people to stumble because there's like, oh, well, it's not, you know, it's a shot given in the arm. It's not even in the hand or it's not even in the forehead or whatever. Well, where are they aiming that temperature gun though? Right at your forehead. For those that, yeah, pineal gland. Exactly. Um, And then, you know, on top of that, um, I've actually seen some, uh, some videos uh, by a lady whose channel is called a servant's heart. I believe is what it's called. Um, I think her name's Betty or Vet or something like that. But um, she actually did a video called The Revealing. And she actually was given a vision by Yahuwah of how, you know, which I know on your show you've talked a lot about what's in these jabs and everything like that, the nanotechnology, all that stuff. But that these you know, they do have nanoparticles in them. We know that. And that when it's activated, that it's going, the nanobots are going to go to the right hand or to the forehead. Exactly. Yep. That's exactly what I was so, yep. you know, that, that's, that's another okay. thing right there. The little robots. Yeah. Yeah. Controlled by 5G, 60 gigahertz. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, the number seven, is uh, we're still, well, you know, Renee, we're still able to buy and sell right now with without it, you know, so therefore it's not mandatory. Yes, unfortunately, you're right. What that means is that over, I, I think it's close to 100 million people are fully, uh, fully jabbed, as we would say, in the United States alone. And I think it's approaching a billion. If not, it might be over a billion by, by now um, worldwide who have voluntarily taken this. They weren't, they weren't threatened. Now, some, some have been threatened with, you know, with their jobs and stuff like that. Right. Um, but like, nobody's walked up to them with a pistol and said, Hey, take this or, you know, you're done. You know what I mean? Um, but it will get there. It's just that right now it's in its voluntary stage. So, And, you know, I I saw an interesting article this morning, uh, Renee, on Yahoo, that actually mentioned, uh, which Yahoo, that's obviously Yahoo, it's a play (laughs) on his name. But anyway, distraction, squirrel. But um, I saw an article on there that actually talked about how um, they're struggling to find those anymore who are willing, willingly ready and willing to take the jab. And that, you know, I think that, um, I don't remember the exact percentages, but I'll send you the article so you can, you know, maybe post it on your website or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's really interesting that, you know, which now they're going to go to, to phase, you know, this was phase one rollout. Next is phase two, which I talked about phase two uh, when they were talking about their second wave and everything like that, you know, um, which they're claiming that they've already had like four and five waves of COVID. And I'm like, I haven't even seen one, but... I digress, but, um, you know, in this second wave or the sec plan B, if you will, or the second phase of their rollout, that's when they're really going to turn up the fear, the level of fear, you know, and this might be what's happening with India right now as well, you know, because they claim that India is having this huge spike and everything like that. And of course they're going to blame the unjabbed because that's that's just what they do. (laughs) Right. Um, and they, yeah, yeah, I actually saw another article on Yahoo over the weekend where it said that uh, vaccine shunning would be their next step. Uh-huh. You know? Um, yeah, so it's pretty crazy. 
And they're um, already not letting people go on cruises without vaccines. A couple right. told us a couple years ago. Yeah. Soon enough, the air, the, the airplanes as well, the airlines are going to require, you know, your vaccine passport. So it's definitely gearing up. And they're, they're going to totally take the approach of turning the, you know, turning them against people that choose not to take it mm-hmm. is the reason for this spike in the, in the mm-hmm. continuing of it. Yeah. That's definitely where they're headed. No question. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree. And I mean, we've known this, you know, just because we, we've been given, you know, not because we're special or anything like that, but just because we've been given the ability to see and hear, you know, and we weren't, we weren't rebellious towards it. You know, we did have a love for the truth. Um, you know, so we've, we've known ever since they even talked about or sniffed at a, a jab at all last year, we knew where it was headed. You know, we, we knew that this was a new world order takeover and everything like that. Um, and then there are those who are saying, oh, this is just the precursor to the mark, but it's not the mark yet. What do you think the mask is? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, mask, mark, mask, mark. You, you just <laughs> remove, change out, exchange one letter and you have mark, mm-hmm. right? And there's, there, you know, there's stores like uh, Trader Joe's. There's other stores out there that were very, very adamant about wearing a mask like you literally physically could not go and buy well you're not selling anything right but it's just talking about the idea of commerce Uh being able to be in society but you couldn't go buy anything from trader joe's unless you had a mask on oh yeah like even if you had exemptions or you know anything even whole foods i had my two baskets full of groceries and she said unless you put on a mask you can't pay for this at the counter and i sit there and put everything back you know i took everything <laughs> it was so ridiculous Jeez. so they're all getting that way that was in houston right wow that was in houston okay yeah, yeah. um yeah so yeah the whole precursor thing craziness yeah. Yeah. um and then um you know, number nine, this is a really dangerous one. This comes from uh, the SDA crowd. So if I'm stepping on toes, so be it. Maybe it needs to be done. Um, but Sunday law is the true mark of the beast. And jabs don't have the ability to change or alter our DNA. All I can say is study to show yourself approved and learn what was happening as in the days of Noah. Because... That's what was happening, and that's what's happening now. Because that which has been also shall be, and there's nothing new under the sun, we know. Uh, Number 10, probably the worst of all, the mark is only spiritual and not physical in nature. Well, while you can't physically see it, it is physical in nature, you know. But the mark, you know, or the the seal of Yahuwah, you know, that is on the 144,000, that you can't see, you know, either, but you can also tell, um, you know, somebody who, who has that seal, they know to stay away from this. They're not, they're not tempting the most high. They're not playing games with fire, you know, everything like that. Um, and then number 11, as a bonus, bonus one, my church is a jab center and my pastor said it's, is a good man. And he's telling me to get it. He says it's safe and effective. And I trust him, you know, and uh, I mean, all these things are um, super dangerous, obviously. We just have to look at, you know, what, you know, just like kind of what I said, if, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a freaking duck. Right. <laughs> you know, like, right. let's not, let's not be like, oh, no, that's a turtle. No. <laughs> No, bro, it's a duck, you know, um, because, but I have, I know so many people, especially on social media where, where I see, um, where I see it, you know, in my life is they're tripping over their own theology over one of these, you know, um, especially, you know, the whole, like, it's, it's not spirit or it's only spiritual in nature. It's not physical, um, which I will agree that people people are already marked. It's just a physical manifestation of a of a spiritual condition already. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yes. I mean, they've already made their decision. They made their decision, you know, when they first heard about this, based upon the amount of research that they did or didn't do, and whether they were afraid of the virus or or.
or whether they were like, no, something doesn't make sense here. Why, why are we afraid of a flu that has a 99.997 survival rate or, you know, whatever. And like, you know, they, so they, they, they're keen to it, you know, and they were doing what they were called to do, which is watch and wait, you know? So, um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the, the gist of uh, the top 10. And then, you know, maybe next time we'll really get into breaking down, you know, um, what all the things we have to avoid. Because it's not just the mark. You know, if you take the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name or worship his image, you're in trouble regardless because they're all four mentioned, right? So, uh, Let's uh, let's see what. Um, oh, and uh, also, um, this is somebody in the chat. Uh, Tiger's Den, Tiger's Den, Jojo. Okay, never seen that. Welcome to my chat. I've never seen you before. Welcome, Shalom. Um, it says they say I'm not. I don't know if it's a he or she, so I'll just say they. Um, they put up uh, Revelation 18:23, and the light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore at all. And the voice of the bridegroom and the bride shall not be heard in you anymore at all. For your merchants were the great ones of the earth. For by your sorcery, all the nations were led astray. Which we know that that word sorcery, um, and actually some translations say drug sorcery, like this translation does, um, is pharmakia, which is where we get the word pharmacy from. You know? So we had that on our presentation and on our flyer when my husband and I traveled everywhere. All right, we're finished now for today, but next week we will continue part two, Brandon. Awesome. Um, Sounds great. To do the top 10, yeah. And like I said, this will be recorded once I send the description in, and anybody can go on our website and download it and pass it around. And hallelujah. Hallelujah. Awesome. I'm just so excited, Brandon, because you know I've been I've been saying it for 20 years now. The vaccines are gonna be the mark of the beast. And this is it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hallelujah. This is it. Exciting times. Exciting times. Thank you, brother. You have a great evening, okay? All right, you too. Shalom. Shalom. You're listening to Vic Fellowship, and our shows can be accessed on the front page of our vacinfo.org website on the little, on the belly of the little boy flexing his muscles. We're on every Monday at 2 p.m., and our contact number is landline 910-784-0468, although I have been informed by AT&T they are reinstalling or re-whatever our 800 numbers so our toll-free number 800-939-8227 that we've had for 20 years uh will be working again very soon if not already but for now 910-784-0468 is the landline that the 800 number is attached to if you need to talk to us we thank progressive radio network for allowing us to give you this uncompromised truth and yeah bless <laughs>